Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast, Hard to Make Friends as an Adult. I'm Ryan. And I'm Macy. And we're a married couple who's also best friends here talking about how difficult it is to make friends in the modern world. Today, we're going to discuss hobby friends. So let's talk about hobby friends. In general, as a brief explanation of what this category would be, I would define a hobby friend as someone that would enjoy something that you're very much passionate about. The top thing in your life that you love doing. Try to make a friend in that particular category. Macy, what would be your definition of this category? I definitely agree with what you just said. I think a hobby friend is just someone that shares similar interests, usually in a particular niche category. It could be sports, it could be theater, whatever. We all have so many different hobbies. So it's kind of an interesting, diverse subject to talk about. But when it comes to making a friend, having that one similar shared interest is a really good way to spring your friendship into a long-term lasting connection. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, there are so many different hobbies you can pursue nowadays, and I actually feel very positively about this category. In my opinion, everybody should pursue at least one hobby friend because, like I said, there's many different options. You can pick the top ones that you like, and also just the fact that you can plan things and do things with people that are also passionate about the same items is incredibly rewarding. And I am definitely the type of person that likes to immerse myself in the hobby. I like to learn everything about it and do research. Anything that I can do to be doing that hobby, I will do. So I am very positive when I think about this. I think everyone should at least try to pursue a hobby friend. Macy, what's your opinion about this? I guess I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to make a friend watching true crime documentaries in my (laughs) underwear while drinking wine. So that's my only kind of hiccup here. Um... I don't really have hobbies. My hobbies are scrolling Pinterest, stalking people on Instagram, (laughs) just a lot of things that revolve around looking at random screens from the comfort of my bedroom while drinking wine. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a little difficult for me to think about how I could make an actual really good hobby friend. I will say on a more serious note, even though like I do love true crime documentaries, I really enjoy photography, writing, interior design, very artistic-based hobbies, and I've just kind of found it hard to make friends through those because, well, for one, artists are kind of always a weird vibe a little bit, but it's hard to find someone that has the same creative style as you, that has the same dedication, the same style, so there's a lot that goes into that, and personally, I just find them more fun to do on my own. Not to say I wouldn't enjoy being friends with someone that was also into photography or writing or decorating, but it's just more of like an individual hobby that I prefer to do by myself. So if you're not into uh, having lots of friends with your hobbies, I think that's perfectly fine. It is nice to have some shared interests though. So I do, I do agree with you on that. You know, that's a really good point. Thinking back at my hobbies even now, a lot of them are sports or game related, things that are more conducive to social environments. Maybe that's why I have a more positive feeling about this and how I've been able to make some hobby friends along the way. But I do have a question for you. Okay, what is your question? (laughs) So this is a, a little bit of a mind bender here, but if you were to clone yourself, would you be best friends with yourself or would you end up hating yourself? So, oh my gosh, this is a little difficult. (laughs) I think 
weirdly, I want to say I would be like BFFs with myself just for that, like, you know, companionship and like, I love me or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hopefully I would be really good friends with myself and we would like enjoy talking trash about people's Instagram profiles and watching murder killers (laughs) (laughs) documentaries. Uh, Yeah, hopefully. I don't know. I think um, it's an interesting perspective because it's kind of like, the more hobbies you have in common with someone, would you enjoy their company more or not, I guess? Uh, I would say, hopefully, I would be best friends with myself. It would be really nice to, like, clone myself and have someone that was like, yes, let's drink wine and do this really obscure hobby. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so I'd like to say yes to that, but I'm sure I would end up definitely ending up on a true crime documentary when I kill my clone later. <laughs> Well, what I would say for, for my answer is I would definitely be best friends with myself. For me, somebody who had all the exact hobbies and would be interested in the same things almost at the same moment would be incredible. And I think that's a good way to judge of whether you should pursue the hobby friend because if only one of the aspects is something that you are interested in, someone else is interested in, you could get that same euphoria <laughs> as cloning yourself and being your best friend. So I guess that's a weird abstract way to think of it. However, if you're someone who's like, you know what, I don't think anyone else would like this, maybe it's not worth pursuing. I definitely think that's true. I will say that even though I don't really have hobby friends, a few years ago I kind of splurged on a master class and I flew all the way to England to do this master class by a photographer that I have admired since I was like 13 years old. So it's been years. Um, And that was actually probably the closest I've ever gotten to making really good photographer friends. And I think it was kind of that whole similar interest, the fact that we all kind of spent the money. We all went to this random castle in England. Wait, random castle? (laughs) Okay, castle is a bad word. It was like this like kind of old falling apart mansion. But anyways, so we all had invested some money into this master class. We all really adored this photographer we all kind of felt inspired by her work and I think we all have like a very similar style this kind of conceptual photography based style so bringing all of these kind of unique uh, photographers together into one venue and just being able to shoot together and like learn about each other's you know where we're from and like what our photography style was or like do we do this full time or is it just a hobby whatever really kind of helped bond us and we all follow each other on Instagram after the master class we all went and got dinner together and even to like this day, I still like admire a lot of their work. And if I lived in England, I feel like I would have been really good friends with a lot of them. But of course, I don't live there. And <laughs> a lot of them didn't even like live there. So it didn't really facilitate like a long lasting friendship. But I will say it was almost like such like a niche kind of experience. And we had so much in common kind of from that hobby that it was a great way to actually meet a lot of similar interest and minded people. Um, so From that experience, I would say if you can find something like that with your hobby, it's a great way to make a friend. I just think personally for me, being uh, kind of the very artsy, maybe a little bit more like into my own feelings about certain things when it comes to creativity, I prefer to do my hobbies alone. But I can totally see a hobby friend being a great way to have a lot in common and to inspire each other. So uh, Ryan, do you have any experiences that you would like to share about your hobby friends? Because I think you have a different take. <laughs> Probably a more common experience than I do. Well, no castles in England, but I can give it my shot. 
Anyways, I think as I've mentioned on the last few episodes here, I did move to Chicago when I was 22, fresh out of college looking for friends. And the first thing I tried to do actually was make a hobby friend. So one of my big hobbies is soccer. I love watching it. I love playing it. I played it in high school. I was not good enough to play in college, but you know, I played it pick up here and there. So I kind of thought I moved to the city. I Maybe I can make a friend through soccer. I did a little research in the city, you know, talking to people, what they thought about it. And there is a social club, Chicago Social Club, I think it's called maybe sports, where you can join a team and do a whole Saturday, Sunday league or whatever day of the week works for you. So there's an option you can do where you sign up as an individual and they put you on a team with a bunch of different individuals. Great way to make a friend is what I thought. So I did that, and we met on Sunday mornings and had a great time. You know, we bonded as a team. We played, and I think we lost about every game, but we were just there to have fun and meet people and enjoy. So we went down to uh, River North every Sunday and played the game. Sometimes we play a couple games if we could, and we'd go to the bar afterwards and have a good time. I know we talked about bar friends last time, but this was more of a hobby friend because We were all playing soccer and enjoyed it. Honestly, I knew no one in the city, so I had no reference for how much I should be focused on this. However, what I will say is that they were all really great people. They were all very interested in what I was interested in. We talked about soccer internationally with a few of them, you know, how to play next week for a couple others. Had a great time. I will say after a little while, I decided not to keep pursuing it. It was a hobby that I decided wasn't quite worth the time invested, but I had a lot of great times with those friends. Actually, that was when the Chicago Cubs were making the World Series run. I remember I watched a couple of the games with them, and we hung out a couple times outside of that hobby. But again, for me, I really wanted to play soccer, and that was a great way to do it by not really knowing anybody. A lot of them All the other people we played had full teams. They knew each other. We were all very much didn't know anybody at all. We showed up, we played, and we went and had a good time. Highly recommend it if you are in a city. It's a lot easier. If you're not in a city, you might have more difficulties in pursuing that option. But for me, I had a great time and a great experience. And a couple of those people still somewhat friends with, but, you know, time and space do pull you apart. I think my hobbies are just so individualistic that it's been easy for me to kind of not think a hobby friend is a good idea. But hearing your story and about like the team player aspect and like having that kind of team base to go off of really gives me a different perspective on how great a hobby friend can be. Wait, so are you telling me if I asked you to join a flip cup team, you would say yes? A hundred percent. I would join a flip cup team any day of the week and you know I'd win it. (laughs) Now, Now listen, who's better? Flip cup, me or you? Okay, there's one video where one time you did beat me, uh, but I just want to say, ever since, it's always been me winning. That's a lie. I have beat you multiple times. So, okay, I guess there's one sports league I could join if anyone has a flip cup team for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, do you have any other stories, Ryan, that you'd like to share about this? Yeah, you know, when I stopped pursuing the sports league in Chicago to play soccer, I actually decided to pivot and pursue watching soccer while drinking beer. So (laughs) a little more, uh, less physical activity, I suppose, but that was the option I decided to go with. I'm a big Manchester United fan, uh, in English soccer. So there's actually a group that I found online in Chicago that met 
downtown at Fado Irish Pub, and they would just go for every Manchester United game. No matter how early it was, if it was 6 a.m. or if it was 7 a.m. or if it was 2 p.m., they would go and watch that game. So I really wanted to watch the game, and of course I also didn't have cable and I needed a way to watch it. So I went down to the bar every weekend that I was free and, you know, going to the events and repeatedly talking to the same individuals, you make friends pretty easily. And a lot of great times going to that bar and drinking a Guinness at 7 in the morning and watching Manchester United. Of course, they weren't the best. They didn't win the league any of those years, but they still played pretty well, and uh, I had a great time with it. I met a lot of really good people, a couple folks from England that I thought were hilarious. Of course, when you're drinking in the morning, and there's a certain level you have to hit of uh, just enjoying everything about life. However, what I will say is that I made a lot of good friends that way, and while I moved away from Chicago, I can't really be in the group anymore, I would totally recommend anybody joining something like that that is available and you can go do and meet people. And again, like we always say, repeating the same process over and over will definitely help you in making a friend. So for me, I really pursued my love of soccer in two different avenues, and I made friends through both. So I think overall, I definitely enjoyed making a hobby friend. It does seem like that story is really hinting at how great bar friends are. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> bar friends, hobby friends, some of us like to drink no matter what we're doing. <laughs> so let's go. They merge together a little bit here and there. Some of us go to the bar at seven in the morning and drink Guinness. Yeah, that's totally yeah, normal. Yeah, it's a hobby. It's That's what it is. It's not alcoholism at all. That's true. Drinking could be your hobby too. Yeah, no judgments on our end. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Yeah, absolutely. And at this point, I'd like to discuss the more fundamentals of how to make this type of friend. You know, with so many different hobbies out there, it's difficult to really pursue this one. For me, though, the best way to do this is to look for events that encompass that hobby. Like you said earlier, Macy, the master class is a really great way to go about it. Like I said, you know, pursuing events or different social groups that have the main hobby as the goal. I think those are your best ways to go about making a hobby friend. Of course, there are also many online groups, Facebook groups, Instagram pages, different things that you can do to reach out to others and truly be a part of a hobby community. However, what I will say is that not all hobbies are easy to make friends in. And what I'd like to do here is actually give you a speed round where I'm going to ask you how hard it would be to make a friend in a particular hobby. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a hobby's name and you're going to say whether you think it would be easy or hard to make a friend in that category. Plus, elaborate with any potential tips you might have. Some categories might not have any tips. Some you might have an idea of how you can make a friend in that category. Are you ready to go? Yeah, let's go. All right, first hobby, cooking. Hard. Why is that? Because you have to find like a space where you could have multiple people cooking unless it's like on Zoom, but it could still be a little awkward. Makes sense. How about working out? Easy, because if you can't go to a gym, you can always go to a park and you have the shared kind of fitness routine whether it's running or whatever, in mind. I like that idea. It's also a bit intimidating sometimes for working out. I will add that little asterisk into That's it. That's true, yeah. Very true. How about video games? 
Oh my gosh. So I'm not like a, the biggest video game player except for Sims. So <laughs> very individualistic again. So I don't know if I could speak on that, but from what I've seen where it's like you are visiting someone else's like island, like on Animal Crossing or I don't know, COD or whatever. The f- <laughs> <laughs> um, that might be easier to do like virtually as a group. <laughs> Call of Duty is what COD stands for, <laughs> by the way. Okay, understood. You might make some toxic friends doing video games, I will say. How about reading? I think that, oh, I'm going to say medium because it's great for book clubs, but if you don't ever get to read the book and you just go to book clubs for the social aspect, <laughs> I don't know, you might be kicked out and stuff. So depends on like what the reading material is. All right, how about traveling? hard because you have to find someone that wants to go the same places that you want to go to and has the same budget makes sense how about gardening also hard because like where do you are you gonna like garden in the same location or do you just like go shopping for your plants i don't know i think that'd be hard a little yeah, bit yeah there might be a location in a shared garden somewhere but yeah I... and it maybe it's like a community garden but especially if it's if it's a smaller city i don't really see that happening how about how about uh diy or crafts medium again because you could bring the crafts and do them together but i still think it's a little challenging if it's like interior decorating and it's like you need to be in one certain place to do it like how do you make friends and do that makes sense board games easy because you can totally meet at one particular location like it's a really great place for like an event or something maybe and just have board games and do them all there so i think that's an easy way to make a friend okay i know i talked about it a bit but how about sports Apparently easy. <laughs> I'm not a sports person, so I don't know. Besides flip cup uh, or ski ball. <laughs> um, but it seems like that's easy in the sense that you're meeting again somewhere and you're just playing a sport. And there's not much to go off that besides meeting in a certain location. Fishing. Weirdly easy because you just need, well, you need someone that has a boat. And it's not me, but somebody. <laughs> and then, yeah, you just go out and hang out in the water and drink some beers, catch some fish. Like, hell yeah. Sounds like you're not into the fishing as I'm much as really, the drinking. Yeah, the drinking on a boat. Where can we do that? <laughs> Love it. How about watching TV and movies? You said this was one of your hobbies. Mm, this is my hobby. It sounds kind of hard, but apparently it's easy because Netflix actually has watch party options. So theoretically, you could make friends through maybe Facebook groups or something, and all join and watch a party and watch whatever your interest is. So, weirdly, maybe easy. I don't know. Interesting. And maybe yeah. it's an evolving category to meet somebody in that uh, Very in that app. true. I think it might be more like a more modern technology way to make a friend. Interesting. How about music? I, again, <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> no, no wait that wasn't even a choice <laughs> medium <laughs> because music on one hand you can almost do like the netflix watch party where you can get on spotify or some of the other streaming services and you can pair your devices and play music that way so you could have friends around the world playing the same music but I do think finding like a karaoke night or like a live jazz night or something can be really easy to do in your city. And that can be a great way to meet someone that also like loves music like you do. So. Let me let me do let me add here, though, as far as Spotify goes, I have never heard of anybody doing a mm-hmm. listen together. 
But what I think Spotify should do is normalize making friends based upon your Spotify rap every year. Right, like you and two other people like <laughs> listen to Britney Spears for 700 hours straight. <laughs> imagine Be friends! If, imagine if Spotify told you that there were two other people in your area that also <laughs> listened to Britney Spears as much as you did. That sounds like a best friend. It's best friend right there. Yeah, that's all you need. Come on, Spotify. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> How about estate sales or thrift shopping? Oh my God, you're targeting me. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I do love estate sales and furniture shopping. Let me just put that out there. Um, Weirdly hard though, because if you like interior design, you probably have a very specific style and like category that you're looking for. And it can be kind of awkward because like the financial aspect and just like meeting up and like to what? Go like garage sale hunting or something? (laughs) I don't know. This is very kind of niche, and I think I think the more niche you get, the more difficult it can be. Makes sense. How about cats? Cats. You know, weirdly, the second you meet someone, they're like, can I show you a picture of my cat? You're like, this is my best friend immediately. Like, uh-huh. yes, yes. But is it easier or hard? I don't know. I think it's a... Uh... It's a little hard to find, like, cat lovers out there. Everyone wants to show you their dog photo, and it's, like, no. That is true. It is actually much easier to make a friend at the dog park. There's no cat parks. That's true. There's no cat parks. Dog park, very easy. Cat parks don't exist. Yeah, too much legal liability there. (laughs) How about magic? Magic. I think that's so niche that if you're a magician and you meet another magician, you're going to be friends immediately. (laughs) Like, y'all just team up, do a little magic show duo together. I love it. We're hiring, yeah. How about home brewing? Home brewing beer? Weirdly hard because I feel like that if you're a crafts beer man or something, you're like super competitive. So I don't really see you making friends. You're like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make beer. <laughs> First off, that's a great t-shirt for the home brewers out there. I, I love that. Now, the last couple I have are more joke categories in general i'm not saying that these aren't real hobbies <laughs> okay. but i don't know how you would make I, I want to know because low-key i'm kind of into all three of these things number one ghost hunting how do i make a friend ghost hunting? ghost hunting that sounds so fun i feel like we could all make so many friends doing that um you just need to like get drunk and like go like but like an old hotel in your city <laughs> so just make like a meetup or an eventbrite for that um Weirdly hard to probably make friends that are also into ghosties, but if you do, I think you'll be best friends forever because no one gets it like you do. All right. How about searching for Bigfoot? Very unique category. I think that (laughs) that is great if you like live like in Seattle or something, but anywhere else, forget it. You're not making friends. All right. Now my last one, and you know this about me. How do I make friends that also love Nicolas Cage movies as much as I do? Yeah. Oh, you might be out of luck there. Yeah, for anyone else, I'm hugely into Nicolas Cage. No joke involved at all. But we watch a lot of his movies in this household. (laughs) She suffers through a lot of them. Yeah, no, he's great. I love him. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess I'll keep searching for how to make a friend. Yeah, maybe try the online friend category that we're going to talk about in a few episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a plan to me. Well, thanks, Macy, for playing my speed round. Do you have any final thoughts to share with everyone? Yeah, you know, I think a hobby friend is different for everyone. If you have a more niche hobby, you might not have the easiest time making a friend. And that's perfectly okay, you know. If a hobby brings you happiness, whether it's with five people or just yourself, that's all that really matters. So focus on you. Focus on what makes you happy. If you make friends through it, great. If you don't, that's fine too. And I think hobbies are just very individualistic. So whatever works for you does or doesn't work. And if you can make a friend, that's great. But if you can't, 
don't worry about it. You know, enjoy what you like to do. Ryan, do you have any other, you know, feedback or facts to add? <laughs> I would say that you shouldn't be afraid to try a new hobby, especially if it leads to a new friend. For me, looking at a new hobby, I, I want to learn everything about it. I want to research it. I recommend you do that. If you're looking to make a friend, a hobby is a fantastic place to start. And also, if you've listened and have a specific hobby we didn't mention that you think we should or anything similar that we've talked about, feel free to reach out and let us know. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, we'd love to hear about it. Well, we will see you on the next episode of Hard to Make Friends in an Adult. I'm Macy. And I'm Ryan. And we can't wait to talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.